Hey there everyone, this is Felipe from the Editing Room. Before we get started today, I just want to take a moment and pay a little tribute to Marcus. Now Marcus was a dearly beloved member of my community here in Los Angeles. When I moved out here in October, I quickly became acquainted with my friend Elizabeth's cat, Marcus. He was such a great cat, such a good old boy. Fortunately, last week we had to say goodbye to Marcus and just wanted to pay tribute to him, dedicating this episode to him. He was such a fluffy kitty, such a sweet little guy, and I know myself and all our friends, especially Elizabeth, will miss him dearly. With that, enjoy our recap of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Pod Talk Jam and Break, your favorite high school musical, the musical, the series podcast here on the Brazilian Dragon Network. Uh, let's talk about me. I am someone who loves Fabio from Sorara, Nicaragua as well, and my name is Felipe, and I am joined by someone who always loves to slap silly gooses all around. Silly geese? Yeah, I think silly geese. It's Caitlin. She loves Woo! to do the theater slab. Caitlin, how are you doing? I'm good. Ah! Welcome back to the podcast, Queen. It's been way too long. I know. I've been booked and busy. Yes. Someone's she she went to Alaska, like no, the I theater didn't. director. Oh, 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 yes, 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 exactly. yes. Uh no, she's actually been Corbin Blue. And she's just going around to different camps because she's busy, booked and busy like Corbin Blue is these days. Caitlin, how are you doing first things first before we get into the podcast itself? I'm doing good. Just life is stressful. We've got a lot going on, but it's yeah. fine. But you went to the UK, so you you had a great vacation, right? Yeah. I went to the UK. I went to Washington State. I went to North Carolina. I've been everywhere. She's been... Uh, blessed and highly favored lately. Um, but Caitlin, tell us how you've been feeling about season three of High School Musical, the musical series. It's been, so we haven't checked in I, with you since season two ended. Yeah, so I couldn't watch it when I was like traveling just because like I didn't bring my laptop. And when I was in England, you know, like um, basically I couldn't really use my phone as much. So I came back and I kind of just binged it all. Which was weird for me because for every season I've watched, it's been very like, okay, have to wait a week. Um, not gonna lie, it's good, but not great. Um, it's kind of weird, like we have these new cast members and then the original cast members aren't there that I thought would be there. So it's just, it's interesting. It's definitely a different season compared to the other two like we got to establish these regular characters i think it is weird for a show to do something like this where like it feels very much like not to compare to glee but season four of glee when like half of them weren't there anymore and then half of them went to new york and but they had all the characters there it's like kind of nini storyline but it is interesting i feel like i haven't seen a ton of shows like cut their cast in half and then like have them introduce like all these new characters and kind of start over 
but also mm-hmm. like halfway over because you have some established relationships. And it's weird too, because like at least in shows and like Glee and stuff like that, like you knew why the characters like weren't there. But like here it's like, okay, why aren't we seeing some of these characters? Like we don't really know. Like we got explained with Miss Jen being on vacation, stuff like that, but like Big Red. Where's he? Yeah, I assume he has to work at his pizza shop. Seb, they did have a throwaway a throwaway line that he had to be on his farm. Yeah, but but the fact that those two, who like I would have assumed like would be on the show, whereas like Olivia Rodrigo, who I would have assumed we wouldn't see at all, we've seen her more than we've seen them, which is kind of crazy to me. It's wild. It's really interesting, like how they decide like who gets cut. Like, do you think it was like logistical, like? Larry Sapustin, I don't know what he has going on, but I feel like he would have been able to make time for That's this. That's what season. I'm saying. Like, no offense, love them, but I don't think they're booked and busy. So I'm like, kind of like, why can't they be in the show? Also, it's so weird. Like, so Frankie Rodriguez and Joe Serafini, are they still together? I don't know. Maybe they broke up and that's why. I don't know. That's just speculation. Mm-hmm. Let me just Google that while um, I'm doing that. But anyways, like, tell me, like, in terms of the plot lines, what's what are you liking this season? What are you not liking? Like, whose stories interest you the most? And then whose stories? Well, I'm loving Gina. Like, I loved her last season. She is just absolutely amazing. The actress that plays her, Sophia, is so incredible. So I love that, like, she's kind of taken over, like, Nini, Olivia Rodrigo's, like, spots being, like, the main character, in my opinion. So absolutely adore that. Um, Ashlyn's kind of annoying me this season. Not a huge fan of her and ricky and ej are i think they're pretty solid like can't complain about them um and as for the new characters that we've been introduced none of them are really like hitting me in the feels they're all just kind of there like i could do without them i don't really feel like they bring anything to the show so i googled it looks like they're still together um so it's not any reason like that but yeah i i just feel like this is a very disjointed season Mm -hmm. but at the same time this episode was so chaotically bad that i was having a blast for the first like 20 (laughs) minutes and then it actually picked up i was like oh okay this is now juicy yeah yeah i agree lots of cringe moments this episode i'd say this episode was so bad it was good territory and then it pivoted like at the end when all the explosions happen i was like oh okay i'm here for the popcorn mm-hmm. so let's break it down caitlin you ready yes so we start off i don't like what hsmtmts does i wish they would just pick it up where we left off mm-hmm. like instead of like going to the next day or whatever yeah i wish sure. we had would have seen gina and val have that conversation yeah um, i feel like that's the problem the show has had for three seasons is so many things happen off camera like it's just like things happen instead of us getting to see it through we just don't ever see it through it very much fizzles out the tension i know they're trying to build storylines out but mm-hmm. we could have gotten all this in the morning after we see gina's conversation with val because yeah. there clearly was one mm-hmm. like yeah we very much see that val is kind of awkward around gina so there had to have been a conversation but anyway exactly. we start the next day gina's like i'm gonna focus on rehearsal i'm anna ej carlos and val have had a meeting uh, they're going to be the real campers of Salt Lake, which is like the real housewives sort of thing. They're mm-hmm. trying to have everyone act like they're reality show, f- but it's going to be fake. Um, and we get our roles. Courtney's going to be the judgy one. Ricky's the jilted ex. 
Ashlyn is the one with the dark past, which is like, <laughs> what? Uh, Maddox is the one who's the crier. Gina is the one with the catchphrase. And do you remember her catchphrase? Uh, don't get me started. Yep. Don't get me started on Don't Gina's get me started. Uh, EJ is there for the wrong reasons. Val is the shrink. Carlos is the instigator. And Jet is the bad boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get these like fake reality show tropes, which as reality TV watchers, I think are fun. But then they lean on this way too hard. And also, how does this producer not see through it? Maybe he's just dumb. I was like, I, like, I get the point was that they're acting bad like at it. But it's like, I don't know. It was a little too fake for me. I was like, come on. Can we like at least make this a little not as cringe? They love their cringe here this season. Yeah. This, that's this cringiness is, is popping off here on HSN TMTS season three. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of cringe, we'll talk about Ashlyn, but uh, <laughs> Gina is super shady to Val in this moment. We also get some slap practiced. Uh, Carlos is like, okay, Ricky and EJ, y'all have romantic tension, something about girlfriends, and then EJ like starts shading Ricky, and Ricky slaps him. I'm like, okay, Ricky, that's abuse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, what have you thought of Ricky and EJ this season? I know you said you love your fam Gina, but. Yeah, I mean, well, I obviously first season hated EJ. Second season, EJ had his redemption arc, loved him. But we're seeing, I think, this season him kind of start to go back to his old ways, which I don't love because I do really love him, Akina. Um, Ricky, you know, I've always kind of hated him, but I don't know. Like, this season he's okay. I think he's, like, hasn't done anything too problematic. Like, he likes a girl that has a boyfriend which isn't great but that's kind of ricky's way is going after the girl that isn't interested in him anymore ricky is constantly frustrating me Mm -hmm. he doesn't respect boundaries of relationships it feels like yeah whether it's in his own relationships with nini when he deleted the instagram comment Mm -hmm. or the fact with gina i don't think he has any justification to slap ej here no, not at all. Like, because it's EJ's girlfriend, and he's the one who has feelings for her, and he's, like, mad at him because she, he's with Gina. That's not fair. Also, like, he had his chance to be with Gina. He yeah. was in a relationship and kind of emotionally cheating with Gina. And now, and now he's having Gina emotionally cheat with him. Yeah, now that Gina's finally, like, moved on, he's like, oh, no, I need you back. It's like, no, you had to. However, this was one of Ricky's best episodes because he was kind of mature about like not overstepping even with the tension. He kept mm-hmm. his like that conversation with he, him and Gina later. Like yes. he kept his feelings to himself, and I appreciate that. Yeah, for but, sure. But so I he's in MVP contention for me, and I'll be honest about that. Mm-hmm. But I think this was like uncalled for because like at the end of the day, he can't like yeah, EJ's saying some shady things, but Ricky did those things and EJ's the one dating Gina and he's been overstepping. Yeah. So and he had he had multiple opportunities to date Gina. You're very correct, Miss Caitlin Glacken. <laughs> Have you ever been wrong? I don't think so. Um <laughs> Ashlyn being a mess. Ashlyn is getting flanderized and they are really disrespecting her character and it's really frustrating because Ashlyn was one of my favorites for the first two seasons. Yeah. And I hate what they're doing with Ashlyn. This feels very uncharacteristic of her. Go ahead, yeah. Caitlin. No, I was just gonna say she's become unbearable. It's it's a really unfortunate, especially for a redhead. Yeah, we hate to yeah. see it with a redhead. Um, 
I love Carlos trying to start this Jet Maddox relationship. Oh my god, it's so funny. Like oh, he's like, really... okay, Maddox, you really like Jet, and he's like, what? And Jet's like, what? And then after she's like, no, that's perfectly in line with my character because you know the dark past person is gonna love the bad boy, and, and mm-hmm. they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I um, loved it. Channing continues to film. Uh, Gene is starting to get insecure. We get this Emmy and Alex song, and I wish we got a little more from them this season. I really like those two. Yeah, um, they're kind of like I. I just feel like they added too many new people. That they don't know what to do with them. I I very much agree with that. My thinking here is that they also didn't follow through with the storyline they set up in episode two, where it was like Gina 1.0 getting these two yeah. girls to sabotage each other, and now they're friends again, right? So it's like, yeah, where was the resolution? That's that's my biggest complaint about high school musical series is there's a lot of like writing gaps lack of resolution and some of the dialogue those are like the big three yeah (laughs) but when they sing a little bit of you carlos is dressed as olaf and you can see he's not enthused uh but also i feel like this is actually not him acting as much as he thinks he's acting because he doesn't want to be olaf remember yeah he's really trying to change it so which never got resolved um so carlos snaps and they get sad because they weren't informed of the fake reality show, which I'm like, Carlos, you have one job. Yeah. Also, now you're like, traumatizing these eighth graders and putting them in therapy for the rest of their life. Exactly. It's like, come on, you didn't announce it to the whole like group to come. Pretty easy job. Silly, do. silly goose. Gina splashes Courtney. Uh, Carlos has his checklist. Cry, get caught on a hot mic, slap, and throw a drink. And mm-hmm. that's check one uh jet makes some weird what did i write down here weird acting choices uh where he's like speaking like this and he doesn't know what he's doing um new this acting thing and then maddox cries she's like oh my god the man i love (laughs) and courtney slaps carlos so all this chaos can we talk about the line that Channing said earlier that he wasn't this pleasantly surprised about the, dyna- the dynamic shift with these campers since Survivor Nicaragua? I'm like, okay, someone in that writer's room is a Fabio stan, and I support it. <laughs> yeah, someone said, I watched Survivor, and I needed to be referenced in this well, show. They also dropped Big Brother yesterday. They did? Uh, last week, sorry. They said Big Brother's been on for 23 seasons. In the oh, yeah, season. yeah. Next week, we're going to get an Amazing Race reference. Hopefully. Add all the reality shows. The Voice. Yep. There you go. American Idol. They have dropped RuPaul's Drag Race before. Ooh. Remember when Seb and Carlos they were like, "Well, you're the only guy who watches RuPaul's Canada's Drag Race." <laughs> it's like, okay, you could just say you're the only other gay guy at this school, but mm-hmm. I guess this is a way you can write it. Yeah. Um. So Gina and Ricky prep to sing, and they're like, "Okay, just pretend." Carlos gives them acting notes. EJ comes in in his Sven costume, which I do appreciate the fact that despite the fact that they have Disney money, mm-hmm. they budget the costumes appropriately. <laughs> yeah. Like, we know that an actual camp would not have money to go crazy. Very, very fair. And I appreciate that fact as well. They sing the What Do You Know About Love duet with Anna which, and Kristoff. And there's the sexual there's tension was yeah. palpable. Uh, Gina ends up running out. My least another thing that I don't like about this show is mm-hmm. the the lip syncing is very off. 
a lot of the times. Yeah. And it very just, takes me much out of the moment. But otherwise, I really enjoyed the song. And I think I'll enjoy listening to it just as a song, but not yeah. watching the clip. Yeah. I very much don't really notice the lip singing usually, but I really noticed it with Ricky uh, this episode. And I was like, Ricky and then EJ last episode. Yeah. Gina runs out because the tension is too high. (laughs) Val tells Ashlyn that Ricky seems sad. And Ashlyn is like, are you playing a character? And then like Ashlyn's saying some crazy things that I didn't even write down because I was just like, this is just frustrating me. I'm going to ignore Ashlyn. Yeah, every like every scene she's in, I just get annoyed. I'm like, why are you being like this? It's so disheartening. We mentioned it earlier, but like Ashley was such a fun character earlier, and now she's just like every time she's on screen, I'm like, can we fast forward a little bit? Yeah, like I don't know what they're trying to do with. But also, some of her lines are so chaotically bad that I laugh. (laughs) Gina is super tense with EJ, but she won't talk to him, which is frustrating for me because like I was very pro Gina this season being like okay you're being very mature but at this point have the freaking conversation I was just so confused by that because I was like she sees this letter and just doesn't bring it up to him like just keeps making passive aggressive marks like I'm like just go up to him and like be like what the heck what is this conversations are very important fam yeah they're not good at opening the communication door yeah Love is an open door, and through that door, you have to have communication. Yes. Love is an open door, and so is communication. Mm-hmm. Channing leaves. Ricky and Gina end up chatting outside. And this is a very mature moment for Ricky where he's like, he reserves. He's like, it's hard to keep quiet sometimes. Like, okay, Ricky. Yeah. Girls, we love to see it. We love to see that, Ricky. Uh, Richard. Uh, Gina is, like, talking, and she's like, don't get me started um and she says that as well uh i love the like dramatic uses of that line later on me too i love the way that she was in the group photo funny way yeah gina is confused about where she stands with ej channing ends up having to come back for the group photo ej makes a home comment and uh gina's like you mean salt lake or st louis and he's like what and then he's like talk that more and then he's such a bad producer Honestly, yeah. like, get them to have the blow up there, and then you don't leave until they have yeah. the blow up. What? No wonder he, like, anyways. Uh, they take the photos, and then he leaves, and there's this massive blow up. Carlos says something about Courtney's anxiety, and Courtney thinks Gina snitched, and she, I don't think she did. Also, we didn't even see a conversation about Courtney and That's Gina. what I was going to say. Like, we never see her even say to Gina, like, hey, I'm dealing with anxiety. And she specifically mentions the conversation she had with her mom, and then we never saw that conversation. So it's like that's very frustrating as an audience. Like, oh, we see her talk to her mom, but like we don't see her talk to Gina. Yeah, about the conversation with her mom. Yeah, yeah. So that makes Courtney insecure. Gina has some trust issues. Ashlyn calls out Val and says, "Okay, Val, you don't need to be." And then Maddox, this was very bad. It's like. In front of everyone, like, Ashlyn, it's okay if you have a crush on her, but you can't lash out on this. I used to think Val was cute, too. And Ashlyn's like, what? I have a boyfriend. Uh, Yeah. Also, like, it's just, like, even if, you know, it's, like, you shouldn't be. She is is assuming, like, that she's okay with being out with her sexuality. Like, you don't know that. Yeah, that's, like, something that you can maybe have a private conversation with at best. But even so, that's not something you bring up to them. That's something they come to you with. Yeah. It's very 
inappropriate. And I don't know, Maddox is definitely a contender for my LVP this episode based on that. But uh, then Jet versus Maddox happens because Jet's like, why are you involving yourself in everything? And then Maddox is like, well, you always have to come and mess everything up for me. You got expelled from school. And then you told mom and dad about me and Madison. I'm like, okay, well, Jet, you added Maddox too? Okay, well, that's not cool. Um, anyways, uh, then they're like, wait, they're siblings. Um, they all run away. And EJ and Gina continue to have stress. Uh, Ashley's like, Elton John Castle. And that oh. makes sense for Rocket Man. I was like, oh, I do like this. I think I made him maybe even joked that his name was Elton John last year. Really? I don't remember that, but I feel like I jokingly said it but i was like no that's not no way that's actually true i died when they announced that as his name i was like really this is the name i love it though as an elton john fan (laughs) courtney keeps up hopes up for emmy and alex and herself but she's also a little nervous and i love how one of the kids i don't know their names which one is which but one of them is like this is too high stress of a of a hobby maybe we should take up olympic speed skating (laughs) yeah And I giggled to myself. Ricky then tries to chat with Jeff Jet, and I'm like, okay, Ricky, this is overstepping. Like, stay in your lane, homie. Yeah, I so before the Gina line this episode, like the like the Gina storyline, I almost thought that they were gonna go with like Jet and like Ricky being like maybe a relationship thing, but obviously no. Yeah, that's what Sam thought too. And I, I was rooting for it more than uh what they ended up doing but I yeah guess i would homies. have liked it um and i think ricky's overstepping here but he says why don't you just sing i'm like okay he's like that's what we do as musical theater kids and the kid was i'm like, like ricky you've been a theater kid for a year yeah and the kid the chat was like do not say i'm a musical theater kid that's the last thing i want to hear jet jet is such an interesting guy and we'll talk more about him at the end but mm-hmm. uh we're running low on time so Carlos and Ricky end up chatting. And I do like this continuation of the storyline where Carlos and Ricky had that moment in late season two where Carlos yes. and that sounds of seven. I'm like, okay, at least they didn't like leave that hanging. And, and I love how you like, oh, no, I called you bro. Now you're going to like tell me a secret. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> they do know right how to write for Carlos. I will say that. Yes. Uh, he, the actor that plays him plays him so well. And they give him such good like dialogue. My favorite was, though, when uh, Channing was like, why don't Courtney and Gina, they have tension because they're in love with the same guy and it's you. And Carlos, like, sarcastically was like, yes, because I'm the womanizer of the group. (laughs) Yeah, perfect line delivery. But they have a chat, Carlos from Ricky, and Ricky says he even still might like Gina. And Channing is filming, so they got caught on a hot mic. Yeah. What a creep, though. Like, you're you're an adult man filming children in a bush. Yeah, a little creepy. Channing could get an LVP just for that. (laughs) Um, Jet then goes to the barn. He sings a song on the piano called Right Place. Um, And we get these flashbacks from when they were younger kids. Maddox overhears. She runs away. And then we get EJ in a Caswell School of Learning jacket making a phone call. And the quote is, how soon can you be here? And you assume he's calling his dad. My concern theory. He's calling Miss Jen. Ooh, I, I do Miss Jen, it's someone else. It's, it's not going to be his dad. I assume they leave it as his dad. I feel like it's either Miss Jen, maybe Nini. It's someone else. Well, I, that's what I think. I think they want you to think it's his dad, but then I think it's going to be one of the main cast members that we haven't seen in a bit. Most definitely. Maybe Big Red. Or, or could he To even talk be, to Ashlyn. 
Yeah, or it could even be um, what's the other? Oh, Mr. Bizarro. Because they kind of had that bond the one time, like when yeah, I hope it's Mr. Bizarro. I hope so too, because I'm you know love Mr. Bizarro. I want to see. You also have a crush on him. It's okay. Yeah, who do I not have a crush on? Ashlyn, right now. Yeah, that's true. Plus, that'd be two siblings are dating. (laughs) True. Uh, Let's get into some segments. Uh, So. Caitlin hasn't been here for a minute, so uh, let's just reset for everybody. Wait, I gotta raise this one up. Reset. Okay, so we're gonna start with um, some segments here. Let's start with our MVPs and LVPs. Now, Caitlin, do you want to go through the episodes you missed and go through MVPs and LVPs, or just um, this episode? I think just this one, because the thing is, is like honestly, all the episodes have kind of just jumbled into one. To yeah. Me. So it's just too hard to really... Maybe you can give, like, one season MVP and then one season LVP so far and then also this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's start with this episode. Who's your MVP for the episode, Miss Caitlin Glacken? I think my MVP would have to be Courtney. Love it. I was considering Courtney. I love she Courtney so much. She, she's just, like, you know, she's there for the ride, doing her judgmental role, and just kind of vibing. Yeah, and she's also, like, dealing with her own stuff and, like, she's powering through and not letting everything get to her and break down. Like, she's having her own internal struggles, but, like, she's not letting the drama at camp affect her. Exactly. And I think it should pinpoint, like, I would like to have seen more of a, like, storyline about her dealing with the anxiety. Yeah. Now I'm just waiting for her to get let it go. Like, now that's (laughs) what I'm waiting for. Yeah. Um, I still think she should have been Anna. Gina should have been Elsa. They fit better, but okay, whatever. Just let Courtney sing it, let it go. Yeah. Um, real cameras of Shallow Lake. I am going to give the MVP. I was considering Courtney. I was considering Carlos, but I think mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to Ricky. I think I convinced yeah. myself just because Ricky's like not my favorite character. So when he has moments of growth, I think I need to like appreciate him. that. I think that this, I think this season is Ricky's best season character developmental wise because. I think the first two seasons he was just kind of a whiner and I feel like now he's like taking the role of like I need to mature more I definitely agree with that that said I think he is still frustrating me at times because he doesn't understand relationship boundaries like we talked about yeah I don't think it's very fair at all that uh Ricky uh is like inserting himself and emotionally cheating or Gina's emotionally cheating with him because he keeps putting himself there for her to do that yeah however i think that conversation he could have overstepped a lot more and he didn't so that's some growth for him yeah uh who's your lvp of this episode caitlin and can i guess who it is yes you can guess is it ashlyn yes okay she just like honestly could be my lvp for every episode like it's just like her character is just not it and it sucks but it's just how it is yeah, I'm going to give your season MVP to Ashlyn for now. LVP. And then you can change it later if that's how you feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, from this episode, I think, like, Ashlyn's a big contender. But I, at the end of the day, I really don't like when people out others. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that Jet added Maddox to her family. Yeah. And I don't like that Maddox added Ashlyn at camp. Now, yeah. it's just complicated because we didn't see Jet out maddox or even completely know if that was outing her or just saying that she had a relationship like it does i have to like the way i read it was that like he probably is the black sheep and is always getting in trouble and when he finally had something over her to like knew that that would get her in trouble that's when he you know 
pulled it yeah. out. And but it was also off screen, so it's harder for me. Like, I think they both deserve LVPs for what they did. But, like, yeah. Maddox did it on camera in front of all these peers oh, who people. don't really know. Or, yeah. like, some of them don't know Ashlyn. A lot of people do know Ashlyn. So it's just, like, it's just a question of what we saw on screen versus what we saw off screen. So we don't know the whole context. And that's mm-hmm. not defending Jet's actions. That's just, yeah. I saw what Maddox did. I only heard what Jet did. Exactly. So Maddox is getting my LVP, but Ashton was very close this whole episode until that happened. So do you have a season MVP, Caitlin? I'm going to go with Gina. She has my heart forever and always. I mean, she's been a little bit messy, but I still love her so much. And I feel like she's trying her best. Love that. Um, also, you have a favorite Frozen character. Um, I don't think I do. I actually saw Frozen on Ice when I was in England. And they Ooh. did like, yeah, and they, it was cool. So they added, did I say on ice? Yeah, you meant on Broadway. Okay. On, on Broadway. The theater. Well, so this is the thing. I was told it was going to be on ice. So I kept telling people it's going to be on ice. And then I showed up and it was a normal stage. And I was like, where's the ice? And then we were like, oh, I guess it's not on ice. But when I saw it, they added some like mature type jokes to make it like fun for the adults. So that was cool. Love it. But I don't think I have a favorite character. I think I kind of just, you know, support them all. That's so wholesome. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, just some reset. Uh, Gina and Courtney are tied with four MVP points for the season. Ricky has three. Carlos has two. Jet has one. For LVPs, we have Ashlyn with four. Maddox and Channing are tied with three. And then Gina, Carlos, Dewey, and Corbin Blue all have one. Just wanted to reset that. Now let's I talk about the songs quickly. Oh, go I ahead. I love Corbin Blue and the guy who played Jackson from Hannah Montana being there. It's making my old school Disney heart be so happy. Same. It really is wholesome. So it let's is. talk about the song. So the first song we had was the Emmy Alex song, A Little Bit of You. Caitlin, where would you rank that? Giving it an A, B, C, D, or F grade? I'm giving it an A. I loved it. The Emmy and, and uh, that one? Mm-hmm. nice a little bit of you it was a fun song for me i really enjoyed it mm-hmm. that said of the three it stands out the least to me Ooh. and i think i'm gonna give it a c but mm-hmm. it could have room for growth so i think i might change it at the end of the season when i listen to it a couple more times but mm-hmm. i i'm glad they got their number because it's like you want to get a number if you're on a musical show right yes, you want to sing sure. at least once Mm-hmm. So I think they sung more times than Big Red. So yeah, and probably it's probably t- like EJ had the one song where it's like a billion sorries, but did he have like another single since then? Not that I know of. He's been he sang in Gaston. He sang in uh, Love Is an Which, Open Door, but I don't know if he's had a solo. His singing, I don't know if they've auto tuned it or whatnot, but it's gotten a lot better from a billion sorries because that well, a billion sorries awesome. sucked as a song. Anyways, but also I think, you know what? I think they might have written that song before they cast the show. Kind of like the Troy Bolton thing where they had Mm -hmm. the other guys sing and then they mixed their vocals together because they wrote Troy's songs in a different Mm -hmm. key. Yeah. So what about, what do you know about Love, the Ricky and Gina song? I'm giving it a B. A B? Mm Mm-hmm. You know about Love. I'm giving this one a B as well. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. This could get up to A level by the end of the season because I yeah. think they both are really good singers and 
it's more the talking line took me out of it and then also the visual stuff took me out of it the visual thing it was like they had chemistry but the lip singing kind of took me out of it that's very much why i graded love is an open door at a c instead of a b because Mm -hmm. of the lip syncing throwing me off yeah and then we get right place which is the jet original song where do you have this one you know i'm gonna give it a b as well okay I will add that to the B tier. I think I'm going to give it an A, and I might move this down, but, like, I think this is a really good song. There were some parts that, like, bother me. And I, I think it's the lowest of the A's, but I also really yeah. love Adrian Lyles and his voice. He's really good at singing. And I I think I want to see what happens with him in the future. Yeah. Uh, Singing-wise, I put them in the wrong column. I put them in Sam's <laughs> column, so got to fix that. But, yeah, I'm excited for where we go from here. Gaitlin, we are winding things down because you got to go. You got to make some money. Let's hear what you've been up to. Where can people keep up with you and something pop culture-wise that you want people to check out? Well, pop culture, watch Never Have I Ever season three. So good. I binged all in one day and cried. Um, Mindy Kaling will forever have my heart. And people can follow me. And I had your heart. Only sometimes. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I do try to steal from you and Catan. Yeah, exactly. When there's other people who have much, who are winning, and you try to steal from me, who's like usually in last. That's, That's not true. You're very good at Catan. No, we're even. We're even at. No, you're better. Anyways, and then you can follow you on. Uh, follow me on Instagram at kdrizzle, or you can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin Glacken. Just a narcissistic and- bitch on Twitter. Yeah, that's who I am, baby. And in terms of me, you can follow the Brazilian Dragon at Brazil Dragon Pod on social media, everything. Uh, you can also follow me at What the Fleep on my main. I have a couple of exciting projects on the work. So this will be dropping the day after we release the Scooby Snacks and Chats with Lisa from Survivor New Zealand. But more importantly, my friend. Queen. And I'm so excited. We had a great chat about that movie. And I hope you all check it out. Hot Talk Jam and Break will be back in a couple of days. We'll chat with the one and only Jessica Frey about this season, friend Ooh. of Frankie Rodriguez. Now, Caitlin, it's been a blast having you on. We'll have to get you back on later this season to check in with you. And we yes. miss having you on the reg. I Anyways, know, do we have a hashtag for this episode? Hashtag bad lip syncing. Yeah, hashtag bad yeah. lip syncing. Well, until on, next Disney time, Plus. everyone. Sorry? I said, come on, Disney Plus. You got the money to make this better. Yeah, right? Uh, well, until now, it's time from Caitlin and myself. Get your head in the game, Wildcats. Hashtag bad lip syncing. Goodbye. Bye. Fires always love to start around me. Thought that you'd be better off without me. Walking away was all that I could do Swear I only had the best intentions No idea that you would feel abandoned You know that I'd never do that to you I just wanna go back everything that we had I'm nobody's perfect I know I made some mistakes And maybe in your eyes I can't do nothing right But my heart is in the right, right place I hate that I hurt you I wish I knew what to say All I can do is try And hope you realize That my heart is in the right, right place I've had about a million chances Blame 
myself for everything that happened. I like to think I'm just misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I felt so out of place, alienated. And you can't escape the trouble I'm making. If I could take you back, you know I would. Mr. You and me, that we used to be.